the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing. Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown. I'm proud to have as my co-host Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money, one of California's fastest growing mortgage investment firms, and Patty Cohen of Pacific Union International. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for three tanning certificates given away during this show. And those certificates are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin, and they have a special service where it actually gets rid of the wrinkles. Can you believe that? Spray-on wrinkle removal? No, not spray-on. No, (laughs) this one's like a specialized type of tanning belt uh, uh, bed that gets rid of the wrinkles. you got to check that out. I know, it's pretty amazing. So these certificates are actually worth quite a bit. All right, also check out our paintball ticket uh, icon because they make great birthday and holiday gifts. We got the holidays coming up here pretty soon. All right. You get over 80% off by uh, clicking on our paintball uh, website. Uh, You know, go to bestinvesting.com, check on the paintball. All right. Uh, Today's trivia theme is going to be sports. All right. And uh, Mark, go ahead. You got a lot of good stuff for us. We do. I got some real estate stuff here and uh, we got Patty Cohen of uh, Pacific Union and uh, me, I'm Mark Hunt from Pacific Private Money, a real estate lender. And so I spent a uh, good, good part of this week, you know, scouring, you know, the usual blogs I like to read. And I, I probably, you know, s- skimmed about 100 different articles, you know, looking for ones that catch my eye that are interesting. And, of course, this headline uh, I found very interesting. I, I got to read this one. And it actually has really some really good nuggets in here. San Francisco's real estate market has reached peak unaffordability. Hmm. Now, how's that for a headline? So this was an interview of um, the chief economist for Trulia. And, of course, uh, these guys are, are, are a big firm. And, and chief economist for a company like that, obviously, is probably pretty smart. Owned uh, by Zillow. Yes, so, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. and so it, the, the article talks about is it's for, so for the San Francisco Bay Area residents long accustomed to skyrocketing rents and real estate prices, there's some relief on the horizon. Well, I would disagree with that statement right out. There's been already uh, oh, quite a bit of relief because we've seen the um, the appreci- rate of appreciation has dropped quite a bit. So in fact, we are now at the year-over-year rate of appreciation in the San Francisco Bay Area where we were all the way back in June of uh, 2012. So really? really we're, at, oh, we're at a yeah. 5 to 6% appreciation rate right now. I mean, and that's, that's pretty healthy, though, isn't it's it? Very it it's very healthy. It's very healthy. It's down. Get this. It's down from a high. And this is according to the uh, Case-Shiller Home Price Year-Over-Year Index. And I'm looking at a graph right now. In 2013, it spiked at 25% year-over-year increase. So now it, now it's uh, slowed down to about five. So That was a great ride. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, so you know, he calls it peak unaffordability. Unaffor- and, and so while single-digit growth in any other part of the United States would still be viewed as a significant uptick, it's a significant downward trend in the San Francisco Bay Area. And, and here's some great statistics. I just love this. Um, if you look over the last 30 years at the largest markets in the United States and you look at prices, the two markets that have seen the biggest increase over the last 30 years have been San Francisco and San Jose. If you're a homeowner, they, they give an example here. It's, a, it's kind of a story uh, uh, example, which I thought was kind of interesting. If you're a homeowner and if you bought the median-priced home in San Francisco 30 years ago and you just finished paying off your mortgage, you'd have gained nearly a million dollars in value. <laughs> and in San Jose, similarly, it's about uh, three-quarters of a million, $750,000. And what makes that so astounding is when you compare it to um, – you know, Fort Worth, Texas, or Dayton, Ohio, or they hear mentioned here also St. Louis, Missouri, or Florida. Chicago, Illinois, yeah. Illinois. If you bought a home in any one of those places in 1986 and just paid it off, you'd only have gained about fifty thousand dollars. Is that right? Over yeah. thirty years. Nothing beats the Bay Area. And wow. I love this line. You wouldn't be incorrect to say that the San Francisco Bay Area is weird. I think that's the first time I've ever heard the uh, real estate market in the San Francisco Bay Area described as weird. San Francisco alone has gained more uh, if you had bought a median-priced home than the 10 slowest-growing markets in the last 30 years combined. <laughs> so, so, wow. I, so, so we're definitely an outlier here. But the, you know, the good the good news is is uh, we're in a market that uh, uh, Patty has said uh, several times over the last uh, several shows that we're in a normalization mode um, with a year over year that really is is way more sustainable, uh, and and that's and that's good news. Now, um, a couple of other articles I thought were interesting. I, I love articles that contradict each other. So here is. Um, Deutsche Bank is reporting that they believe the U.S. economy is on weaker footing and that falling corporate margins, weakness in the U.S. labor market, and rising corporate default rates foretell a recession. And they have, inc- they have raised their estimate of, or probability, that is, um, of a recession, a U.S. recession in the next 12 months to 30%. Oh, wow. And then they're also talking about raising interest rates. Wouldn't that kind of be not the thing to do? Well, it's, it's interesting that uh, this compares with uh, a Bloomberg survey of um, economists that uh, only 20% of which are predicting a recession in the next 12 months. So, um, well, here's a, a, another article that says, nah, economic growth is on the upswing. And this is from uh, Fannie Mae's economic and strategy research based right here in the good old U.S. of A. And they say the uh, economic growth is on the upswing with only a few emerging soft spots. Uh, in fact, they say economic growth is poised to accelerate 2.6% in the second half, a rebound from the lackluster growth of 1% in the first half. And that's thanks to consumer and government spending, which is expected to drive growth. So who do you believe? Are you a pessimist or are you an optimist? Hmm. More, more when we come back. More when we come back. Okay, here's our first trivia question. We're talking sports here. Which team won the 1919 World Series against the White Sox, i.e. the Black Sox scandal? You remember, you know, with Eight Men Out, the movie, and uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson and all that. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win that certificate, uh, Tan Bella, for three tanning services. Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. Which team won the 1919 World Series against the White Sox? All right? Don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing will be right back. 
For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Hunt and Patty Cohen. First trivia question, which team won the 1919 World Series against the the evil Black Sox during the scandal? Red Sox. Uh, no, close. White Sox. White no, the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> oh, Cincinnati oh, the Reds, Reds, not the Red yeah, Sox. Yeah, not the Red Sox. Because yeah, right. they, were, they would have been the same league. Um, okay, so real quickly here, before we get uh, back to Mark here, I um, want to give a little plug here for the uh, Hilton San Francisco Hotel, which is in Union Square. So located in the heart of San Francisco's vibrant Union Square district, the Hilton San Francisco Union Square is home to the newly opened Cityscape Lounge. So they're on the 46th floor, 360 degrees of views from atop the 46th floor. Check them out at HiltonSanFranciscoHotel.com. Mark, take it away. So we ended the last segment talking about how uh, a report from Deutsche Bank increased their um, prediction for the probability of a recession in the next 12 months from 20 to 30 percent. And yet... uh, uh, Fannie Mae's uh, economic reports uh, says that uh, growth is currently on an upswing and that uh, all signs look good into the near future, and they're not calling for a recession. So I just find it interesting that there never seems to be any real real agreement as to what's happening in the economy. And, of course, uh, off the air, Patty, we were talking about how, you know, back in, what, 2006, uh, you know, happy days were still here, and, and very few people were calling for that. So so really there's there's just not a lot of uh, agreement and uh and I, I guess that's, you know, for me, that's not a bad thing. Um, I know here in California, uh, California-based economists remain pretty bullish. We've got good job growth going on. And, of course, job growth is one of the primary drivers for continued strength in real estate prices. We're also seeing less froth in the San Francisco Bay Area real estate markets as the year-over-year appreciation rate is now at what I consider a pretty sustainable 5 to 6%. And are there some, you know, bubble potential bubble areas in, in real estate? Maybe in the Silicon Valley. We're getting loan requests uh, for some pretty wild prices per square foot uh, in in you know Menlo Park, uh, Mountain View, Palo Alto areas like that, those are definitely outliers, and those are clearly just driven by you know high wages and high net worth individuals uh, taking advantage of their of their stock options and willing to pay whatever it takes to get the house of their choice. But um, for the remainder of of the, of the uh, real estate barrier real estate market. You know, people will ask me all the time, when do you think the next, uh, you know, cycle is going to hit and prices are going to go down? And I, I don't really know that they are. They, I mean, what does going down mean? It means maybe you don't get the price you wish or hope for in your house, but you're getting, you know, a fair price for it. And um, I, I think uh, I think the, the, the market is still showing some pretty good signs of strength. Patty, what are you seeing in, in, in your marketplace? You're a specialist here in Marin County, which, uh, um, you know, may also be kind of in its own little bubble in respect to uh, uh, the Bay Area or Northern California or California at large. But uh, what's the trend right now? Well, I am in touch with uh, experts and agents all over the Bay Area, Mm. and I check in with the top agents. And, you know, I do a lot in Napa, actually. But checking in with the East Bay, Peninsula, Silicon Valley, and Sonoma and Napa counties, as well as Marin and San Francisco – 
it's it's kind of a bipolar market, meaning that still a good percentage of properties go at or over asking. And at the same time, the days on the market is, are, on average, days mm-hmm. on market are much, much higher. Um, list price to sales price is narrowing, um, both in condos. Condos were super hot for the past year, and now that's, that's changing. Mm-hmm. And the shift sort of happened, started mid-last year. And I think it's a very normal natural shift that needs to occur. So if we look at what Mark said about, you know, the rate of appreciation, we've gone back to the same rate of appreciation that was happening in 2012. That was the beginning of things going up. And so we're back to that. So like it's a nice wide spring it, swing. I mean, it was a wild ride up, <laughs> yes, but it was. we can't be taking that wild ride up because we don't want a hair raising ride down. So at the same time, what we have is, you know, when I say bipolar, there's a lot of properties that sit. And that always happens at the end of a cycle when sellers price their properties at the same rate of appreciation that they were expecting. Got it. Double digits over last year, yes. And buyers start pulling back because they start hearing about how things might be going to hell in a handbasket. So then we have the beginning of a changing market. So by sellers that are aware of what the true value is today and price it accordingly will sell will sell and it will sell quickly and it will sell closer at, or over asking. It's huh. amazing how many times people try to just overprice it and think, "Oh, I'll just lower it. Just yeah. lower it. Just lower it." Usually and the opposite is a better strategy. Yeah, right? like Much San better. Francisco. Yeah. yeah. Price better. it low, even the kind of I hope I get multiple offers kind of pricing. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've been doing that with some flip properties that uh, I'm involved with in the East Bay now, but that market is still so hot that you're right, Patty. That's a, uh, Berkeley and Oakland, mm-hmm. West Oakland, Oakland Hills, are staying, they're seeing a lot of multiple offers, very strong market still. Uh, and it is all about price. Yeah. I mean, in, in, in a lower price range, you can do that still sometimes, yeah. but it, that strategy of pricing low, it, it will backfire these days. Too low? Or low at all? Well, you you need to just price correctly, mm. and I think, yeah. and it depends on the price range. Are we talking about seven hundred thousand? Are we talking about seven million or yeah. two million? Good point. You know, and where is it? And if it's a, if it's unique in any way, in in a negative sense, like a two bedroom, yeah. one bath, or whatever, it's yeah. you, it's really important to get a local agent that knows or what fe- they're doing. Four bedroom, no bath. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's unique enough. Yeah, with seventy four steps up. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So Patty does. Does the realtor community at large still feel today that real estate is a good investment today? Of course, right? Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of asking because, again, you know, you know, it's it's one thing, you know, that the face of uh, CAR and NAR and, and realtor associations is it's never a bad time to buy right. real estate. But um, certainly when uh, clouds uh, show on the horizon or there's a belief that something's going to happen, you know, maybe quietly they're saying, well, you know, if I were you, maybe I'd wait a little bit and maybe you get a better price in uh, a year. But well, no, I don't, the- I, don't, I don't hear so much about the doom and gloom of it. I just yeah. hear that it's going into a more normal market we're shifting more toward the buyer's side but in the perspective everyone knows it was ridiculously slanted toward sellers yeah. and it's it was unsustainable so it's not like i'm not seeing prices go down i mean here's to speaking of articles i mean um california is the fastest growing 
economy in the U.S. and it's tech tech based. That's and if you say California, we're talking Bay Area. Yep. Home ownership rates declined for the ninth straight year. So less mm-hmm. um, less oh, people are buying. Millennials. Hold, are hold, hold, hold that thought. We do okay. have to get we have to a go. quick one. Yeah, we got so much. Okay, here next trivia question: Who was the only football player to win the Heisman Trophy twice? In fact, he did it in consecutive years. Ooh. Call 888-912-1190. First caller is going to win that uh, free tanning certificate. All right? We'll be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Honf and Patty Cohen. Second commercial trivia question was, who was the only football player to win the Heisman Trophy twice? And he did it in consecutive years. Talking about 19, I think it's 74 and 75. I'm not uh, confused on that. Archie Griffin. Ooh. Yeah, remember him? I do. Um, And then I want to also make a quick mention here. Uh, Don't forget, October 29th, the Weingarten Children's Center in Redwood City uh, they're actually having a masquerade party, and it's going to be at the Hyatt Regency in Santa Clara starting at 5 p.m., so check them out at listenspeaklearn.org. Hmm. Okay, uh, and I think I'm going to uh, be attending that event. Um, okay, so now, Patty, you know, off the air we were talking about how, you know, it, being a, a real estate agent, when prices increase, you know, as, assuming it's all commission-based— then you know you get a raise, and if it lowers, you get lower. The interesting thing is, like in the Silicon Valley, when the dot com turned into the dot bomb, mm. the rates went down so low, the commercial brokers ended up making the uh, charge of instead of it being a typical, let's say, six percent right. commission, they were taking scraps like a quarter percent for you. And no, 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 they were charging nine percent. It was six percent to the procuring broker oh, and three percent to the. And the thing is, owners had no choice because there were a hundred buildings to show, and you know, wow. you had to, so if you wanted a buyer and you wanted um, or, or a, a tenant, buyer, right, a, a tenant. tenant. Oh, okay, yeah. got it. So you wanted to get in the side. game. You had to yeah. go with the cartel. I know. Yeah. In fact, uh, you know, you you hear stories about uh, giving out iPads uh, Mm -hmm. at drawings and and big spreads just to get brokers to just come and look at your property. Wow. Pretty amazing. I I think we're, uh, well, we're we're not, uh, signs are not pointing in that direction just yet. And, you know, we were talking, you know, you use the term, you know, you're not seeing doom and gloom. And and I just want to say, I'm I'm not hearing anything that approaches doom and gloom. All I'm hearing is... Uh, in the real estate circles that I'm working in is just caution. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, look, we've been in a, an expansion now for eight years. This is, you know, now we're in, you know, once again, and those of us that have been around for a few decades will remember we've had several fairly long peacetime expansions, as they tend to call it, um, in the last couple of decades. And this is rivaling um, all of them uh, with eight years. So, we know the business cycle still exists. We didn't eliminate it. It's not like a new market like we were thinking about before the dot-com bust in the um, late 90s. Um, but right now it looks like, you know, if we do, that we could potentially have a, a business cycle recession that actually doesn't equate to a real estate cycle recession. Because, again, the, 
California is just so unique with yeah. lack of housing and strong uh, population growth and job growth that it's possible that the the most we'll see in terms of a of a market shift will be um, a uh, a continued decrease in the rate of appreciation, maybe from four to three to two, or maybe even flat, but not necessarily a price dip, and certainly nowhere near what we saw. In the in the when the credit bubble burst in two thousand and six. Okay, so this leads right into our email time, where we have an email for Patty. It says, "I'm told the market is changing. <laughs> Must be listening to this radio show. Uh, does that mean it is not a good time to sell?" Yeah, it's a really good question. I, I talk about conflicting information. Mm. I read an article recently that said there has never been a better time to buy. Now, there's commercial, there's investment. And there is, you know, office-like commercial. And then there's personal residence. So just speaking from personal residence, people buy and sell for many, many reasons. They get married, they get divorced, they have a baby, they empty uh, nest. uh, Get a job change. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So it is a very good time to buy residential real estate because if you're, especially if you're moving up, it doesn't really matter because you're buying and you're selling. So you'd sell at a higher price and buy at higher, yeah. Yes, gotcha. yes, and and the math doesn't change that much. But it, yeah. it, I still feel it's an extremely good time to sell because prices are not going down. They're not going up at the same rate. But where else do you get the government giving you a a, a write off on your mortgage? Yeah. Well, the here's, the, here's the other thing: if if you do a, a big move up. If as long as the interest rates are not too high, yeah. then increasing your mortgage is not going to change a huge amount over a thirty year period. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Well one of the most ridiculous statements I heard recently from a, a potential borrower was that uh, he thought, Well maybe I'll just wait till next year to buy because I'll probably get a better price. And anybody who thinks they could time the market like that is is really fooling themselves. Oh yeah. A lot I mean, of people think that way it's just ridiculous. Yeah, they're just assuming the market is gonna have a big de- decrease. Yeah. 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 Or a yeah. decrease, period. And again, there's just really no indication that that's going to happen. So, Patty, uh, if people wanted to get more information from you, how would they get a hold of you? Um, so, I'm with Pacific Union International. I'm It's Patty Cohn, C-O-H-N. You can look me up on Zillow and Trulia for reviews. And oh. I am at 415-722-4842. 722-4842, Patty Cohn. We also have you on the Best of Investing website if you uh, just go there, too. So, Mark, a question comes in. says, do you always originate loans or do you ever purchase existing notes? What are the pros and cons to both? Well, that's a very specific question uh, aimed at uh, my company, Pacific Private Money, where we originate privately funded real estate loans. We're an alternative non-bank source of real estate financing to the realtor and mortgage broker community. Uh, for when they have a client that's maybe in a transaction that uh, is in trouble, and even though that's a very small percentage of transactions overall, we're talking you know thousands of transactions in Northern California each week, and stuff happens, and bank financing is much harder to get nowadays than it used to be, and so a good you know a, a uh, there is a a significant uh, percentage of transactions that 
require uh, alternative financing in order to close. And so that's what we do. In addition to making loans to contractors and flippers, uh, we make loans to consumers who are looking to buy a house. Maybe they don't want to sell and they want to buy first before they sell and their bank tells them, no, you don't qualify for two bank loans simultaneously. That's an example for ex- uh, of where we go in. And so that's, that's our, our lending niche. <clears throat> and so the question was, do we always uh, just originate loans or do we purchase loans as well? Well, we could purchase loans, but uh, you know, so far in our history of <clears throat> eight years and 1,200 loans, we, we haven't needed to buy loans. And we do get offers from people, hey, would you be interested in buying a loan? In fact, if, if anything, we've actually sold a couple of loans out of our mortgage pool fund portfolio, which is now up to 70 loans. Uh, we can do that. So we actually can originate loans. We can sell loans. We could buy loans, but we're not really in the market. Companies who would uh, buy loans would be ones that um, had so much capital and not enough deal flow that they wanted to put that capital to work. And there are companies like that out there, but fortunately for us at Pacific Private Money, our deal flow is really strong. What I mean by that is that our phone rings a lot, and we get a lot of loan scenarios because we market heavily to realtors and mortgage brokers and bankers and others who uh, would know of a client that is in a situation where they could benefit from fast, reliable uh, financing that is, you know, 10 times easier, if not 100 times easier to get than a conventional bank loan. Well, and there's also certain risks associated with buying loans, isn't there? Well, yes. Because you're not the originator. You're not the originator. When you buy a loan, um, the thing you can't do is go back to the borrower and ask them for a bunch of stuff. So that's really the uh, up to the originator, and um, I've I actually learned that uh, in one of the few times that I did buy a loan. It's been some years, uh, and uh, I wanted to get information about the borrower and ask uh, uh, you know status and and the the broker said absolutely not. Do not contact that person yeah. under any circumstances, and they were just adamant and livid that I even asked about it. So, yeah. um, I mean, they'll give you from their file, right? But, from their file, but, yeah, but you not, you know, but yeah, but stuff. that would be really odd for you. Wow, that, how do so. people get a hold of you? So uh, PacificPrivateMoney.com, PacificPrivateMoney.com for information on fast, friendly, and reliable alternative to bank financing for your real estate transaction. All right, uh, another trivia question here. Other than the Washington Nationals, name the only other current baseball team that has never made it to the World Series. Call 888 uh, 888-912-1190. If you're the first caller with the correct answers, you're going to win that free Tan Bella certificate. Stay with us. The Best of Investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hunt and Patty Cohen. Trivia question, other than the Washington Nationals, name the only other current baseball team that has never made it to the World Series. I, I never get these baseball ones. <laughs> I am not a baseball trivia person. Seattle Mariners. Oh, wow. They've oh, never really? made it. And it's amazing because they won over 110 games in the 1990s with uh, uh, Junior Griffey. Uh, Mark, take it away. you got some interesting interest rate stuff to well, talk about. Well, you know, we're talking about the strength of the California real estate market. So we've got... Strong job growth in California, the strongest in the country, better than 
you know, states like Texas, where you hear that uh, so many people are supposedly moving to, or that's where all the real estate opportunity is. The fact of the matter is, is that you've got uh, strong job growth in California. And also, notwithstanding um, misleading media reports, we have net immigration into California. So you've got job growth, you've got population growth. The third component of a strong real estate market are interest rates, and in our case here, low interest rates. So what happened at the meeting this week of the Federal Open Market Committee, the Fed? Well, the Fed has left rates unchanged yet again. And in fact, they're um, tipping their hat a little bit, and they are uh, basically lowering expectations for rate hikes in the years ahead. Excuse me, but they did uh, uh, talk about a, a very likely rate increase, um, or the likelihood, I should say, of, a, of one more rate increase this year in in December. Um, but what's interesting is there's now dissension in the uh, Federal Open Market Committee. There's three uh, members who do not want any rate hikes this year. But here's what I found interesting. Um, paragraph towards the end of this article. In the years ahead, the committee sees two rate hikes potentially in 2017 and three each in 2018 and 2019, which would bring the federal funds rate to about 2.6%, assuming that each increase would come in at quarter point increments. So this is very, very conservative, and this portends uh, continuing relatively low mortgage rates into the future. And so one of the fears that people um, that I speak with have is that mortgage rates would suddenly spike to, you know, albeit historically normal rates of five, six or 7%, but rates, um, which over the last 10 years would be relatively high. So I just think that we're really looking at there's a there's a lot to be bullish about in the California real estate market. And like we talked about towards the end of the segment last time, I just, I don't know that there's, uh, I mean, I don't see any indicators and I'm not hearing from California based economists, anything that would indicate that real estate prices are likely to dip, uh, uh, at all, let alone precipitously like they did, uh, 10 years ago in, in 2006. No, the dynamics are so different. I mean, we had a propped up uh, dot com situation that was not sustainable, and we had lenders giving out money to anyone without checking. So that no one's talking about that. But one thing that those dynamics are all positive, but one thing that we need to be really aware of in the Bay Area is that the percentage of millennials homeownership percentage yeah. has dropped to 21.2% since 2004 of millennials buying. There are new buyers. Now, in the Bay Area, we have the smallest percentage of millennials buying. So this, And, and we have an, an older population. So mm. they move on and they die, or they whatever. So the mm. millennials are coming up, and they're not buying in the, in the Bay Area. It's not like they don't want to. They can't. So No down payment, no percentage income yeah well well one area of the real estate market that looks like it might uh i don't want to call it a bargain because you, you can't really use that that term with real estate in the bay area but you've got a lot of condos that are coming on the market in san francisco proper uh in the next couple of years and so the strength uh, of the on the seller side it's it's is really going to weaken it's it's 
you know, there's a likelihood that there'll be a buyer's market in that area. And I wonder if that will attract some of the millennials and others who have put off making buying decisions because of maybe they're just not quite making the income, but uh, with with maybe some price competition among some of those high-rise condos that'll be uh, releasing their units pretty they're soon. They're still very, very pricey. I mm. mean, if you think, we all know people in their 30s and early, uh, most people, incomes have not kept up. And there, and many, many millennials are choosing to leave the Bay Area. And that's exactly what people are not talking about. And that's exactly what's happening. So we will be, there will be some changing, but at the same time, it, it, the dynamics, you know, strong growth, a strong job market, you know, net, net, low growth in, in housing and net, net, one of the most desirable places to live in the world. So, and, and nice lending standards. So I don't see it going down at all but it's it's a changing market and the and the rentals market has changed considerably we were talking earlier about this property i am aware of in ross a nice tony little community that was renting for ten thousand a month and was shown in an hour period to five people last year at this time and two of them took it you know two wanted it one rented it at ten thousand a month Today it's been on the market three months and it's down to sixty eight fifty. It's a what, bargain. Yeah. What, what? What? I mean, that's a pretty substantial decrease. What? What do you think is? Um, trying it, to figure it out. I yeah. mean, I am trying to figure it out. And in, in in that kind of situation, it's it's only for people that absolutely have to be in that Ross school. And most oh. of the people looking at it are not that. But at the same time, people are pulling back. You know, the, the, a couple wants to relocate, relocate from the city, and they're like, no, we decided we're going to hang tough and do the commute. And the commute are so bad, like we live in Tiburon, and my, our son goes to um, Marin Catholic, and we can't take the commute anymore. We're going to hunker wow. down and not move. You know, there's a lot of people kind of rethinking things, but, you know, huh. traffic in the Bay Area is, anyway, that's another yeah, story. That's why I drive a motorcycle. Well, just to go off on but a But if anyone's interested in that property, it, it's a very, very good deal. It's over uh, over half acre, gated, 3,000 square feet, gorgeous pool, totally landscaped, level lot in Ross for wow. 6850 mm, Call that's, me. That's it, actually pretty cheap. It's very. It is very. Yeah, so so 415-722-4842, Patty Cone, Pacific Union. You sure you want to say cheap? It's, inexpensive. It's a, it's a bargain. <laughs> it's a bargain. <laughs> but I was going to say, um, you know, tangentially to what we're talking about, it's interesting. It was reported in both the Wall Street Journal and CNBC this week that a record amount of money has shifted into real estate and real estate-related funds, which um, I find very interesting. And, of course, I uh, believe this and am experiencing it at our own company where um, we have um, a, a – series of mortgage pool funds, one which uh, just has gone over $20 million. We just deposited close to a million dollars this past week uh, for the Pacific Private Money Fund, which has been paying um, so far just a tick under 8% uh, on a distributed monthly basis, an annualized rate of 8% compared to what you're getting in the bank. And it's, it doesn't surprise me that um, 
the market is still seeing a lot of strength in real estate and real estate related funds. And when I talk about uh, record amounts going, they're talking about publicly traded, including REITs and um, other uh, ETFs and funds. Um, it doesn't generally include private uh, placements like the Pacific Private Money Fund, but certainly funds like ours are definitely experiencing quite an influx of capital. And again, the reason it is is because we're now 10 years at these near zero savings rates. And yes, if you've been in the stock market since uh, its low uh, back in 2009, you've got a great ride. But right now, you know, you're not seeing a whole lot of yield uh, in in uh, stocks and stock related stuff. So, all right. So we're going to cut to one last commercial break. When we come back, we're going to have some closing. Yep, you'll finish up closing comments. You also have um, kind of a deal of the week type of uh, thing to bring up. Absolutely. All right. So stay with us. You're listening to the best of investing. Don't touch that dial. For more information on this program, call eight 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 nine twelve eleven ninety. That's eight 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 nine twelve eleven ninety, or visit bestofinvesting dot com. Now back to the best of investing with your host Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Patty Cohen and Mark Hahn. Hey, I switched it up that time. Um, okay, uh, Mark, you want to finish this up here? Sure. So I was talking about how um, a, a record amount of money has shifted to real estate and real estate related funds. And I did talk a little bit about our own fund at Pacific Private Money, which we call, surprisingly, the Pacific Private Money Fund. And even though past results are not a promise of future results. Past performance is not a promise of future results, that is. Uh, We have been consistently paying right around 8% on an annualized basis with monthly distributions to our shareholders. And we're now at about $20 million of assets under management. And what that means is we we have a a portfolio of real estate secured loans, loans made here mostly in uh, uh, secured by Bay Area real estate, and at rates that allow us to, after all fees, after all accruals for the cost of the audit and for fund management, etc., we're paying right around eight percent on a distributed basis. And so, if you're interested in learning more about how you could qualify for and participate in our fund. Uh, please give us a ring uh, or go to our website. But if you want to do, dial us up. We are here at 415-883-2150. That's 415-883-2150. Or just go to our website at pacificprivatemoney.com. That's pacificprivatemoney.com. And we'd be happy to send you information, uh, prospectus, on how we produce those loans, uh, or those yields rather, and also the last Wednesday of every month, except for next Wednesday, but typically on the last Wednesday of every month, we do a half hour to 45 minute presentation, and usually there's anywhere from 10 to 15 people there. We have refreshments, uh, and it's in our office in downtown Novato, where we talk about um, the fund, and we go into uh, a lot of detail about the safety and security features that you need to know about. So again, for more information about our mortgage pool fund, or if you're an active trustee investor and like to invest in individual notes, we do still uh, work with a select group of um, high net worth uh, note investors. And so if you're one of those and you haven't seen a lot of activity from the people you typically buy for, again, give us a ring. We've got a great reputation. Uh, And again, just check us out at pacificprivatemoney.com. 
Yeah, because you usually keep your loan to values pretty low. We do well. The right now in the in the portfolio in our mortgage pool fund has a weighted average loan to value of fifty five percent. So that's a range of about twenty five percent LTV on the low side to about seventy percent on the high side with a weighted average of fifty five percent. So we think it's pretty well secured. That's why you don't get too many foreclosures. Absolutely. Very low foreclosure rate. Again, you might think you know what a hard money lender is. Uh, we're not like that. Uh, you know, you asked me if I had a deal of the week, and, and, I, and I don't have a specific deal, but I'll tell you, one of the, the types of funding that we're doing more often than not right now is helping people to buy a home and compete with cash buyers. They can use one of our loans to close very quickly uh, to be able to make an offer that is either no or low contingency, meaning there's no financing contingency. You can make an aggressive 10-day, two-week offer uh, and get your offer accepted because now you don't have a financing contingency. And because our loans have no prepayment penalty, uh, you could pay us back with your conventional loan as quickly as you can. And we've helped a lot of people get into homes in the Bay Area uh, that way. So again, for more information... Check us out on our website, PacificPrivateMoney.com. Patty, any uh, last words before we cut out? How much time do we have? Uh, uh, got about another minute, right? Uh, yeah, a little less than a minute. Well, Actually, you got about 30 seconds. 30 seconds. <laughs> well, 30 seconds if you want to know what's happening with Bay Area Residential Real Estate. Mm-hmm. Call Patty Cohn, 415-722-4842 Pacific Union. Very good. Okay, here's our thoughts of the day. That's the past 30 seconds. (laughs) A bargain is something you don't need at a price you can't resist. And uh, Mark. Yes. uh, Here, smell this rag. Does this smell like chloroform to you? Wait, just kidding. Mark? Mark? Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. By that time, Mark will have woken up. We're also going to be giving away more free vacations for answering trivia questions. Mark, Mark, you are you awake yet? Not yet. Okay, don't worry. He will be. He will definitely be awake. All right. So again, tune in next week to the best of investing. We're going to be giving away more free vacations for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. Wishing you the best of investing. So long. Nice. You've been listening to the best of investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader. AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. 
Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.